Yeah, what's going on, golf addicts? We're yeah. kinks out of that. How we doing? Yeah. Euro Texas Open DraftKings preview. We are pumped. We got a lot to cover tonight. It's going to be a great show. I'm riding high, Pat. I'm riding high. You know what I mean? Yes, you are. You should be. Really pumped. TJ is on fire right now. Back-to-back 50-1 to weeks. This isn't the betting show. But we got to talk about it. Sam Burns and Cam Young, both in the finals and on your boys' betting card. Now we're both up many, many units on the betting card. Yes. Fantastic. I had some Cam Young and uh, Sam Burns lineup combos, too, in DraftKings. I ended up on both of them. I had them, I had them, I had them together in one lineup, and I had them in separate other lineups that still cash but didn't do as great so i hate to see the match play go it was a ton of fun um i'm really really you know i'm I'm hopeful that the outcry was so great that i think people will i think people will i think people i think i think jay monahan's gonna hear the cries and i think the 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 tv people are gonna hear the cries and the match play is gonna be back that's what i hope it is the last it's the last opportunity for someone in this field not already exempt into the Masters to earn their ticket, punch their ticket to Augusta next week and come see me and you, Augusta, the Masters. The only way you get in the Masters if you're not in is to win the Valero Texas Open this week. That's it. And uh, I'm excited about it, Pat. We're going to get into every single range on DraftKings, talk about where we think the chalk is going to fall, who we think maybe a cash play could be in a 50-50 or double up, talk through some tournament plays, you know, talk through some guys we're not going to play. And maybe some just general strategy and theory. I got announced. I want to announce the family sweat bet. Even though this is the DFS show, the family sweat bet presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard uh, is going to be Ricky Fowler. The people voted a big bet. Today. Okay, I like that. I, like I don't that. know if you saw it, but the people voted a large bet, and it's Ricky Fowler to win at eighteen to one, which is about double the the odds that we've been doing. The you know Leaderboard has been very friendly. They've been very forgiving. They've said, listen. If you guys hit a bet at eight to one or nine to one, we will pay out the cash to a, a selected winner as long as they've downloaded the leaderboard app, uh, iOS only, US only. Sorry, but as long as they've downloaded the, the leaderboard app, iOS for now, Android coming. Okay, they got to download the app. Links in the description of the podcast or the YouTube video, and they got to use referral code TJ when they do. And somebody, if this bet hits, if the family sweat bet hits, is going to get. A nice payout from leaderboard. But then these crazy goons in the nut hut today voted. I mean, I gave them an eight, I think I gave them a couple of 10 to one options, a nine to one option, and an eight and a half to one option. And they chose the 18 to one Ricky Fowler outright victory. So they're going to get paid by leaderboard if somebody's going to get paid if you've downloaded the app uh, and use referral code TJ. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And you know what? I like Ricky Fowler a lot this week. I like him. I almost called him Ricky Flowers. You did almost call him Dick Flower. You almost called him that. <laughs> um, hey, shout out to uh, Lennon 94 won the Listener League contest last week at Corrales, punching a ticket into the Listener League finale and a chance to come spend a weekend in Augusta or Savannah with me and Pat, playing some golf, having some drinks, having some food, and having a dang good time. Congrats mm. to you, in Lennon 94 Wait, oh, though. There were two contests. Oh, there were? I only looked at the Corrales one. Yeah, let me let me well then let me give somebody else a shout out since you failed I'm to do only this. played in the corrals. I'm, I'm, I must have missed the other uh Yeah, let me uh you you talk while you're looking at that. Also shout out to W Stanton 15. 
won our our match play bracket challenge. And by the way, I said we'd pay $100 to somebody who did that. So if you are WStanton15, email info at tourjunkies.com. Let us know. Or slide in the DMs on Nuthut or something like that. Who won? Well, this is interesting, DB, because I feel like we have a rule here. Uh-oh. And um, the, the winner does not have a TJ logo, as a, as a matter of fact, DB. Is there a DraftKings avatar? No, it's, it's actually someone else. What do you mean someone else? It's another, it's another podcast. <gasps> I mean, I, I didn't want to say that because I knew you might have a heart attack, and I really, like, I feel like you need to, you need to sit down for a second. Are we being invaded? Is this, who, who's committing such podultery? Uh, uh, Chargers 0616. I'm disappointed. I don't know who that is in the Nut Hut. You're only supposed to be able to get that contest link if you're in the Nut Hut. But if that person is in the Nut Hut, then I want the Nut Hut to shame this person. Yes. They do not have a TJ avatar at all. Who finished second? Do they have a TJ avatar? Second is our is our buddy uh, J E Sayer. J E S A Y R E. Oh, likes John! To, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Prop- likes to put likes to uh, put a oh, lot of props in there. He's the props master, yeah. huh? He got second. We may have to have a ruling on that. Um, okay, interesting. We'll, we'll we'll convene on that in the Nut Hut in the Discord. Uh, by the way, uh, join the Discord if you've not already. It's good stuff. The uh, we've had a great time. The ownership projections are in there, where we aggregate ownership projections from three to five websites a week. That we, you know. Then we go and do all the homework, and we aggregate them for you and tell you even the, the, the standard deviation for each player. We talk through that ownership, helping you make good leveraged decisions in DFS. Master's week next week, Pat. It's, it's huge. It's going to be huge. We, we've got to – well, I'm excited. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I can't do a Donald – I don't have the Donald Trump impression. Don't yeah, worry. don't worry about it. Um, but uh, we're going to have a good time. Judge, Judge Lisa Ann is coming back. We're doing She's another – back. We're going to drop that as a solo uh, video on YouTube, so you're not going to I want mean, to miss that. Do you that. think I can win two in a row? Win two cases in a row? Yeah. Does that, does that put know. me up for the Supreme Court, Judge? I don't know. I don't know. No. 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 Just no, no, no. well, I need to have more than two wins. Yeah, you got to have more. You got to have a long-standing record of 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 winning over Lisa Ann. Last last trial, you cheated because you threw in your birthday thing, and it ain't going to be your birthday when we record this yeah. week. Okay, no, so. The, no. Be on the lookout for the Lisa Ann um, uh, Junkies Court video. That's dropping. I'm going to drop the Master Sleepers video pretty early. That's coming out. We're recording our shows on Sunday. So actually, Sunday, you'll, you'll have a chance. Not sure the times yet, but to be a part of at least one live Master show. The other one will drop on Monday. We've got a ton of giveaways going on right now. Uh, let's talk about this one first, and then I'll. Am get I going to have to stand up at your house when we record? By the way, you know, I thought about that. I I, I wonder. I wonder if you should, if we should both stand up here. But maybe people put that in the comments. Should we both yeah. stand up? You know, Pat's not used to standing up. I've been on the standing desk now for weeks. I've not sat down for a single uh, There could be a little too movement. I could be, I could just be like, you know, yeah. moving around the whole time, driving you crazy. I, I don't know. There could be too much movement. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure that out. Um, by the way, last chance. This is it. The Augusta Merch giveaway. Three ways to win. If you win, this is what's going to happen. There's going to be three winners. And if you are a winner, we are going to contact you. We're going to get your sizes. We're going to get your wish list from the pro shop. And we are going to be your personal shoppers. We're going to spend our own money 
and buy you merch. And then we're going to ship it directly to your door and you're going to love us forever. One way to enter to win is leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write a review. Write a review. We're reading them, people. And in the review, you got to leave us a way to get back to you. Your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle, your email, something. That person's going to win $500 in merch. Then subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's all you have to do. Just subscribe. That's it. Just hit subscribe. And one of our subscribers is going to win 300 in merch. And then subscribe to the two weekly emails and get two of the just most awesome pieces of email content dropped in your inbox every single week. The heavy petting email on Tuesdays, the chalk bomb email on Wednesdays, both adding great value to your DFS and betting decisions. And those are free as well. Link is in the description of the podcast or video. All you got to do is subscribe and one person's going to win $200. Okay. If you've already done all three, you're already entered. Congratulations. We're going to make that announcement on Thursday morning. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. Another huge contest we're going to talk about here in just a little bit, but all right, let's get to the 9K range, Pat, shall we? Let's do it. 9K range, 10K range, or 9K and above, shall I say. Terrell Hatton, 10-9. Hideki Matsuyama, 10-5. Ricky Fowler, 10-2. Connors, 10-1. Then we got Montgomery, Siwoo, Davis Riley, Chris Kirk, Matt Kuchar, and Ryan Fox. The field is busted. It's busted. It's homely. It's, but, it, ain't, it ain't great. But we're here. We're here. I mean... And I'm, I'm shocked that I keep checking my phone. Like, I, I'm shocked that Hatton and, well, I mean, a little shocked that Hatton's still in this, but really shocked Hideki is. We say this every year, though, I feel like. There's he always went through a, last year. He went through last year. He did, but there's always a few, not just with Hideki, but there's always a few that we think are going to withdraw and they, they don't end up doing that. Sure. Hideki, though, is one of them. Like, I feel like he's, he's got to be up there. No, no, uh, no withdrawal so far. So, yeah. I mean... Okay. Yeah. I Maybe mean, Hatton's trying something different though, because he has not played the week before the Masters. At, at least not in, at Valero. I don't know where else where else he would have played. Um, yeah. And and then he hasn't really had the greatest of records at Augusta National the last five or six years. So maybe he's trying something new. That makes sense. Um, I hadn't thought about that actually. Uh, I mean he's he's got the hand thing, which I thought was going to lead to a withdrawal. Before the first match even started on Wednesday last week, he hurt his hand on the range. He was, you know, pouting about, pouting about, and grumpy. But he 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 played. Now he went zero and three. Hatton to me is kind of the fade. Just I, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Hideki. Eh. Maybe it's Hideki actually. Like I'd rather if Hatton tees it up. At least I feel like he. It must be fine enough that, and he's that good. Like he's maybe I, I think I'd rather have if I got to play one of the of the possibly injured golfers, I think I'd actually rather play Hat. I think I would too, but I, I'm probably just going to fade both of them and and not even worry about it and and deal with it because I'm going to have a whole lot of Ricky Fowler. You know, it, he's the family sweat bet, so we're we're taking him at eighteen to one. I think I've seen twenty to one. I know we're not just in the betting show, but just just putting that out there. But I love Ricky this week. He's got just so much to play for. And, and, you know, I know that can put a lot of pressure on the guy. But I think this is, um, this is a good spot for Ricky. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go all in on Ricky this week. AK in the chat says, sign me up for Ricky Chalk Week for the fam. And, I mean, I kinda, I'm, I'm kind of there. Like, I just, I, I just want to be unashamed to rock Ricky this week. And I don't want to be 
I'm not going to be shamed out of it. I'm not going to be ridiculed. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be ostracized by other touts that are going to say, yeah, don't be a, don't be a dumb fish and play Ricky and look you at know, you fish. Look at you. Look, if you don't do it, man, it's crazy. You know, it's not worth it. The price is this and you're there, you know, it's, it's Ricky and ah, you know, like I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, this is going to be for fun this week. I'm going to play for fun. I, I will say, like, even though I love the opportunity here of Valero, more, more so from a betting standpoint, like, I'm way more excited to bet this tournament than I am to play DFS in this tournament. But I am too. I agree. DFS standpoint, like, I've lightened my – I've already entered all the contests I'm going to enter this week. I'm, I'm already done. And it's a little bit lighter than what I normally do, saving the bankroll for the Masters because uh, I'm going to blow that out. But – so if that's what we're doing, then I'm going to have fun with it. Like, I, I'm – I'm unashamedly taking Ricky, and I want him to win so bad. I know that, like, I just, I'm going to be pulling for him. So, what a story it would be, you know, to, to, to earn his way back to Augusta, lock up his card for forever, like, do all the things, check all the boxes here at the Valero. If, if freaking Corey Connors can do it as a Monday qualifier, then Ricky Fowler, the way he's playing right now, can do it. Absolutely. I agree. I'm totally in with you there. I think it's, uh, it's just play them and have fun this week, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, but obviously, I think the guy can win just the way he's playing, the way this field is. Yeah. Um, so I'm all into. Uh, I see some chatter in here, people asking about who has to qualify to get into the Masters. So there are, by our count here, let's see. These are the names playing that are not. Oh, shit. Nope. My bad. That's wrong. I don't have the list in front of me. I thought I did. I don't. Uh, anyway, you can look at the Masters invite list. It's pretty, it's pretty easy if you go to the Masters website. Uh, I don't have it all in front of me right here. But, yeah, if you're not in, you have, to, you have to win this week to get in. Somebody asked about Matt Wallace. Matt Wallace, as far as I know, did not qualify with his win last week. It did not move him into the top 50 in the world golf ranking. And that win being an alternate field event does not get him into the field. Correct. Yeah, and it's, that's still correct. He's not. I just yeah. I'm pulling up the master site right now. And as of 327 today, he is not in the field. And it looks like our master's field is only going to be about 88 to 90 players, too, again, which I freaking yeah. I wish they would. I wish well, they would start that. Yeah. And, you know, back to Ricky, too. Here's the thing. I mean, don't be fooled by the fact that, you know, He's on a lot of books in the Masters. The odds are yeah, they've got a lot of odds for Ricky, but he's not in. I mean, he is 59th in the world after last week, so he did not make it into the top 50. He's got to win this week. Um, so it is what it is. It's why while, Ricky week. While I've got it pulled up, I'll just run through. These are the players right now in the field that are also playing the Masters. Cameron Champ, Corey Connors, uh, Ryan Fox, uh, Terrell Hatton. Um, uh, nope, nope. Siwoo Kim, Chris Good Kirk. Lord, how did Cameron Champ get in there? Dude, I don't know. Chris Kirk is in there. Um, Hideki, obviously. Francesco Molinari. Alex Norin. Mm. And that is Sepp Straka. Stallings isn't in the field. No, Stallings isn't in the field. Sepp Straka, and that's it. Those are the guys playing this week, also playing in the Masters. Stallings is in the Masters. 
Yes, but he's not playing this week. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. That's right. John's right. Cam had a top ten last year at the Masters. Oh, wow. That gets good you for him. Yeah, yeah, it does get you. Out. All right, let's let's talk about this range though. I, I think what's going to happen is my, my sense is that a, a lot of ownership is going to float to some course horse guys. Kucher, Kirk. I actually think Siwoo might pick up some ownership. The, all three of those guys are in really good price range, like low nine, you know, in the nines. Mm-hmm. And then I actually think it might be Ricky as the chalk up top. I, I think Hatton and Hideki might get a little bump down just with the slight fears or whatever. But I, I think people are going to go to Fowler. And again, I've said I'm playing him regardless. I don't give a rip. So if he's, if he's 40%, fine. I'll put him in 80% of my lineups, and I'll just give you all my money this week. I don't care. This is, I'm playing it for fun this week. Playing Fowler for fun. It's, so anyway, I think that's where the chalk's going to be. I, I think Kuchar's actually going to be – I mean, well – I don't know. Like the more I think about it, I mean, are people going to pay ninety two hundred dollars for Kucher? But they are going to see his his record here. They're going to see, you know, some good finishes of late. Um, so I think Kucher, Kirk, Siwoo might be the chalk. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Kucher surprised me a little bit. I mean, he did. He plays well, or he played well at the uh, match play. I guess getting into the what half the group stage. Um, other than that, he has not been that great. So if you're going with Cooch, you're really kind of going off a little bit off a of match play, and then which he's good at in general anyway. Um, and then you're maybe just going off the history. So I, if he's chalk, I would probably fade that for sure. Oh, I, I am not playing. I'm not playing a chalky Matt Coocher. Hell no. I'd uh, much rather play a, a Ryan Fox right below him. Yeah. I will. I'm okay with playing a little bit of a chalky Chris Kerr. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I, I don't hate it. I think the only chalk I'm for sure going to play, though, is Fowler. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. Um, all right, let me ask you this. Taylor Montgomery, Pat. I think there's a, Taylor, there's a Taylor Montgomery conundrum here, okay? Because he was, he, was, he was the hot thing. I mean, he was the hot smoking thing until waste management. And since waste management, it's, it's been off. A lot of the problems off the tee probably maybe not has been as strong or as consistent off the tee, which is set up to an already kind of poor iron game that he's shown early in his PGA Tour career to be even more bad. Um, around the green play, also kind of dropped. Putting remains. But uh, what are we going to do? What are people going to do with Taylor Montgomery? He, he went 2-1 and one last week. I looked at strokes gained. He gained on approach. He lost big time off the tee at Austin, but he gained on approach, which is interesting. He beat Jordan Spieth and Shane Lowry. He beat both of them uh, two and one. And I looked at his scorecard. He was four under against both of them through 17 holes. He lost to Mackenzie Hughes, which Mackenzie. This is a whole nother. I feel like we could, we could do a study about Mackenzie Hughes last week. It could become a, it could become. I think I would, I think I would want to just end it. I don't want I don't want to do that. I'm just saying I cannot believe Mackenzie Hughes. Even as weird as the match play is, like I saw JJ Spawn like whatever, you know. Andrew Putnam, okay. Mackenzie Hughes, god dang it. Um he was plus one through fourteen holes with Mackenzie Hughes. Got beat six and four. 
which plus one on that course is terrible. The the off the tee thing is what scares me bad here because yeah. TBC San Antonio, you know, the, the fairways are kind of average in width. The rough is almost nothing. The rough's not bad, but you know, it's it's like we, we had a caddy tell us last year, you can be 10 yards missing the fairway into the rough, but you can't be 20. And if you're 20, you're really in trouble. It's like you can't really miss it big. And so that kind of worries me with Taylor a little bit. But but I think it's a conundrum because I could see, I could see Wednesday night in the chat. We're talking on the live Nut Hut chat every Wednesday night with our Discord, starting at about 8.45 p.m. Eastern. We had a great chat last week, by the way. I know you had to miss a family thing, but we had a great time at the end. We had some fun. Um, I could just see us getting to that point, and Taylor Montgomery is sitting there, and he's low-owned. And he's one of the low – I think he might be one of the lower-owned plays in this range. I think he probably will be the lowest-owned. I, I just – That's where the conundrum comes in. I mean, but how comfortable do you feel playing him, regardless of what his ownership is? I wouldn't feel comfortable, but I mean, you can't feel a hundred percent comfortable if you want to win a tournament. Well, I agree with that, but I, I just don't, I don't. His play lately, man, has been. Now he is making cuts. He's at least doing that, but that's not gonna that's not gonna be what you need at ninety nine hundred at all. I don't know. What are his odds, by the way? I don't know. I I think that's I think that's going to be a hard I got I got to figure out the answer to that question before before Wednesday comes around because I, I'm going to have a hard time with it. Um, my favorite plays in here, Ricky Fowler, obviously. Actually, this is crazy. I'm usually not a big fan, but I'm I'm kind of digging Corey Connors this week. I'm actually kind of digging, kind of digging it. So I'm interested in Corey Connors. Obviously, Siwoo Kim, of course. Uh, Kirk. And Ryan Fox. I mean, I love, I love me some Ryan Fox. I, I do. I just do. I've already bet him. He's already made the betting card. Um, I'm in on Ryan Fox. A- another player, other than... So, so like Kucher, I think I'll dip on if he's, if he's chalky. I think I might dip on a chalky Davis Riley, too. And that's a scary one, because like, I, I think Davis is clicking again. And that that's that's really trouble for the rest of this field, but I don't know that we've seen enough. I don't think we have enough of a tremendous sample size on Davis Riley to play a chalky ninety five hundred Davis Riley. So I'll be on the lookout looking at that ownership as well up here. Yeah, I agree. I do like Davis Riley though. He was one I wrote down. Uh, my three favorites up here were Ricky Fowler at ten two. Just going to eat the chalk there. Riley and then Ryan Fox at nine thousand. Um, but I do like Chris Kirk. Montgomery is funny. You talked about him was one that I wrote down, but it was it was just like with a huge question. I don't know what to do, and I think I could I could see me in the in our chat on Wednesday night getting talked into him. <laughs> Somebody's going to come in there and just Jack, give me some Jack crazy says feed me Montgomery and GPPs. Just just going. Well, yeah, Jack's wanting it. I mean. Listen, it's enticing. It is really enticing. I mean, I'm telling you, if he comes in and he's like seven or eight percent, and he's the one that everybody's skipping over here, it's going to be enticing. You know, obviously in a field like this, we're going to feel like we're overpaying for almost everybody. So that's going to happen. What uh, do you think his ownership or like? What do you think it's going to be? 
I think it's going to be like that nine nine percent spot. I think that's about. I think that's my guess. I don't think he. I think if he cracks double digits, I think he barely cracks double digits. There's too many guys in here that are at a cheaper price that I think will gather some some of that ownership. I, I could be wrong. People love Taylor Montgomery. He he was he's been a DFS darling for most of this new season. Yeah. And that is and that is warranted. He's been fantastic until the last like four events, and he's starting to fall off. But still, the 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 DFS darling affection, the the heart beats strong. You know, it, it just keeps on beating. It's hard to get it to stop. It doesn't just stop after four rough, you know, kind of suspect situations. He's the he's the uh, you know, I mean, the DFS people love him. They love him. Okay. He's, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the AK range. I got a question in the AK range. If you're watching on YouTube, give me your fade in the AK range and above, regardless of ownership. So we just talked about Taylor Montgomery, but so give me forget ownership. Just give me one guy you're like, absolutely not, not touching it. AK and above. Drop that in the YouTube comments. Hit the hit the like button. Subscribe, obviously, as well. I talked about another massive contest. Well, we've got a massive contest that would involve you and a friend coming to Augusta next week that's right coming to augusta next week we've had a last minute situation happen we have two wednesday experiences in augusta next week to give to a listener and a friend for free uh i won't get into too much of the details but you need to go and look into the look in the podcast feed i dropped a five minute podcast on monday morning this monday explaining what you had to do okay there's it's it's easy to do it's free to enter explain what you have to do to get to it that's all you got to do and you could be getting a call on thursday morning because on thursday morning we're gonna we're gonna pick a winner and we're gonna glorious call that would be yeah we're gonna let you know what's up and you're gonna have to figure the heck out how to get here where to stay we will help you we will definitely help you we have we have contacts here we can help you figure some of that out but your wednesday experience at augusta will be free of charge you just have to get here figure out where to stay somebody in the somebody in twitter was like uh something was like i, I i'm too broke or whatever i was like dude start driving <laughs> whenever you have to drive and yeah. then sleep in your car okay it's the it's a wednesday at augusta it would be worth it if you, believe if you've me never been if you've never been like you just drive and sleep in your car or you just figure it out or yeah. you know what i mean like or you go. I mean, there's like, probably some campgrounds around Augusta. Campgrounds, the, yeah. There's some woods and things. Okay, mm-hmm. there's stuff. If you, if you can't get a hotel, it's probably going to be tough. Yeah. It's probably going to be tough. But you know what you can do? You can drive to Augusta, and then you can drive 90 miles outside of Augusta and That's find a hotel. Not even 90. You can drive yeah. an hour. Drive an hour outside of Augusta, you find a hotel. That's all I got to yeah. do. It's that easy. Um, but anyway. The details in that are in that podcast. It is a five or six minute podcast on our podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. It is not on the YouTube channel. So go listen to it and act quickly because we are calling you on Thursday morning if you win. We are also going to be calling the winner of the merch giveaway that I showed earlier. Also going to be letting that per- you know those three people know they've won on Thursday morning. We're going to need your sizes and your wish list ASAP. Okay. Yeah. 8K range. Let's get to it. This is uh this is a good range, Pat. I so. like this range. Yeah, I'm a fan. 
I do too. Uh, starts from your defending champion, first time defending champion, JJ Spawn, who did his thing at the match play last mm-hmm. last week. You got Norin Griffin, Sebez Wallace, Pat, Pat, Matt Wallace, my love, Pat Matthew my Wallace, my love. Pat, guess what? Is it you, my love, Matt Wallace? Is that a, a was that a uh, was that a real song or did you just make that? No, up? I started out like a real song, kind of like a um, uh, what's his name? Uh, anyway, go ahead. Like Marvin Gaye or something, Barry White, uh, or um, Barry Manilow. You're a Barry Manilow smoky. guy. Are smoky. you a Barry Manilow guy? I I don't I don't I don't I, not really. Oof, that sounds like you are. I was a Smoky. Smoky, smoky song. Um, Pat, you know I did the uh, I did the season long fantasy draft in the Nut Hut with the with those people, those those crazy people. Oh, you yeah, have that draft, did you? that that draft it took like ten days to do. Yeah, and there were a lot of crappy picks in that draft. My last pick in the draft, Matt Wallace. Yes, he is my he is the first person on my team to have won a golf tournament. Since we drafted right before, I think Sony. Did you do that for me? Uh, I think I did it for us. I think I did it for us. And when I say us, I mean me and Matt. I'm not yeah. talking to you. Um, yeah, I, he is my second highest dollar earner right now to Ricky Fowler. I have Patrick Cantley on that team. I have Seamus Power, Aaron Wise, of course. Um, but yeah, Matt Wallace. How about him? Anyway, AK Range, what do we think? I think that in cash, I kind of had a hard time deciding on. I had a hard time narrowing it down in cash, but if I'm playing a 50 50 or double up, I'm actually going to play either Matt Wallace or I'm going to, I'm going to play Ben Griffin, but I don't, I think I like Matt Wallace more. Like he's just clicking and I could kind of see Matt Wallace continuing the hot run and saying, you know, bloody, bloody bump hit out. Yeah, screw I'll you, Ricky Fowler fans. I win this week and piss all over you, Ricky Fowler. Piss all in your Cheerios, you Ricky Fowler Cheerios. And I'll be Augusta. And I'll go win Augusta after that. Yeah, I can see him doing that. Yeah. And, and then his French cat is like, oh, oui, oui, monsieur. You know, whatever that is. I could see it going down. I really could. I think he's riding hot right now. I think he's confident. I don't think, like, I don't think you have to have all this experience at, at uh, Valero, I don't really, it doesn't strike me as one of those kind of courses. We also see a ton of first time, like PGA Tour winners win here. Not necessarily like, I mean, now Matt's not, but I just, I think I could see it getting done. So 50 50 or double up, I'm in. I do think between him and JJ Spawn and Ben Griffin, those are the three names in here that I think will be chalky. And I could be wrong mainly about, I, I think. I think I'm, I have the possibility to be most wrong about J.J. Spawn. I think Ben Griffin and Matt Wallace, who are both my cash plays, are also going to be popular. But J.J. Spawn, I can't put my finger on. I feel like people get excited about J.J. Spawn. Like, I feel like people on Twitter were so excited that J.J. Spawn was running through his group like shit through a goose. And I was like, why are we excited about J.J. Spawn playing? I don't understand. He's, he does nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Probably a great guy. I was about to say he's probably a good dude. I just never. I don't. I'm exactly like you. I don't get that excited about JJ Spawn. Now he's got a great name. Can we be honest? And he does. He's got a great golfer name. Like if I said, "Hey, dude," I'm like, "We had Cougar Collins at uh, yeah. Pensacana last week." Great golfer name. 
horrible look to be named Cougar Colin. I feel like JJ Spawn is a hell of a golf name. If I told you, man, dude, there's this kid in my, in my, cl- at the, at my home club, man, he's like 11. He is beating kids left and right. He's going to be a stud, dude. He's, you know, he's winning all these tournaments. He's going to the junior worlds and all this stuff. The kid's name's JJ Spawn. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that name. JJ Spawn yeah. sounds like the name. And then you just, I feel like if you, if you played a lot of video games and you, you like, you like golf video games, you might name your player JJ Spawn and not even know that he was a PGA Tour player. Like you just came up with JJ Spawn and that's who it was. Yeah. Did you know that I had a rant on video games this morning in the first look show? Did you bring that up on purpose? No, not at all. I did not. That is very interesting. Yeah. In the fir- I won't get into it, but in the first look, you know, that's family time. So what we like to call it. That's my family time. I have family time privately with the Nut Hut. Uh, I guess three nights, three times a week. You have it one time a week, but the first time, you know, it was always Monday morning. And in family time, I was vulnerable and I got into a little bit of a rant, and it was centered around video games. So it's funny that you say that. Yeah. Anyway, you know, that's 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 like the thing we got because we're family, even though I'm yeah. not invited into the that's family. True. That family time. Well, you're like the really hardworking dad. You know, you have two jobs and you're out there. Yeah, two jobs, working both jobs. I'm like the cool home. mom that just, you know, yeah, stays at home and does cool. Yeah. That's so cool. here's the thing with this 8K range, because I love this 8K range. And I think there's a few in here that I like. But uh, Ben Griffin is one that I think if I'm going cash, I do agree with you there. I do like Matt Wallace. I think it just for the reasons you said. He can just keep this hot streak going. I can't yeah. believe it. You've come around on Matt Like, you having to tweet your love affair to him for a week at the players and now him winning – you 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 may not realize it, but you've come around. You're you're there. Well, I mean, you don't know how bad he hurt me, DB. I mean, he well, you do know he hurt me really bad. He really did. He hurt me bad. Okay. I mean, he I went all in on him. Ignored your Twitter efforts. He absolutely, has, completely ignored. I don't care. It's 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 unrequited love. Requited, I think. Pretty sure Whatever. it's unrequited. I think you're acquitted, or it's unrequited. Both Whatever. Unrelated. I don't care. It's still, you know what I'm trying to say. But, he, but, but Matt Wallace, I mean, he hurt me bad. I mean, this was, was this last year? I mean, I went all in on him. And he, he finishes like dead last. And now look at him. Now look at him. I kept the faith. Well, I, really, I, didn't, I didn't really keep the faith is all, actually. I, I totally left him out to dry, and then I came back to him. So now you're back. That's what you're saying? You're officially back? Now I'm back. Um <laughs> Here's another guy, though, that played well last week also and has been playing well this year. Nikolai Hoygaard at 8,000. I like mm. a lot of GPPs. People. He has played eight tournaments this year in 2023. He's made all, all eight cuts. Now, that's not all on the PGA Tour. That's also on the European Tour and whatever else. Not live. Um, but I like him, man. I, I think he's got some game. And, you know, he finished, uh, where did he finish last week? Like second, third? Second. Solo second. Yeah, he should have won. He could have um, won. won. So 8,000, Nikolai Hoygaard, I like a lot. I think he can kind of sneak up on some folks here. Probably going to get a little bit lower ownership on him. Um, so I like him. There you go. Um, can I give you a guy? Where is my thing here? Okay. Okay, here it is. So I've already mentioned Ben Griffin, Matt Wallace. I think I might bounce on Griffin if he's pop if he's as popular as I think he is. I think it's like his fifth event in a row. I feel like he's just got to be tired at some point. You mean for GPPs, not cash? Yes, yes, for tournaments. Um, 
But can I give you a guy I don't think a lot of people are going to play? I don't think they are. Maybe they will. He's the last time we saw him, other than last week at the match play, and I don't know what his ownership was at the match play, but it probably wasn't very high. Before that, we saw him at the players. He was 2%. Arnold Palmer, 2%. Genesis, 8%. Waste management, 11 Okay. But that was when he was in better form. He's missed three out of his last four cuts. And it's Alex Noren. Oh. But hmm. I am feeling something. I'm feeling something, Pat. About Alex Noren right now. Um, first I feel like that's about the only thing that can happen for you to want to play Alex Noren. You're getting a little tingle somewhere. Yeah, something is going some on. Reason. Yeah. So he went 0-2-1 at the match play. Whatever. I mean, it's the match play. Okay? In the strokes gain, though, he, he lost a lot of strokes off the tee, which has been his problem in the last four weeks that he's four, four events where he's really missed the cut. He's lost a lot of sh- strokes off the tee. But he finally gained some strokes on approach, which is good. He gained actually a healthy amount on approach in those three rounds. Um, and I don't know, you know, it's similar to the Taylor Montgomery argument. Like I am worried a little bit about the, the possible very errant foul ball. Obviously, I'm not having to pay as much for Taylor Montgomery as I've, as I've or I, I'm not having to pay as much for Alex Noren. But, like, if you look at it from a good drives gained on Fantasy National, it's not too shabby. It's kind of hit or miss. Uh, but a really good short game, world-class player, just feels like a guy that, you know, might just jump out and surprise some people eventually. I, I just feel it, and I kind of want to be on the front of it. I want to be on the front of it. Fourth place at Houston back in September. As we know, I love to talk about what state we're playing in. Chalk Bomb Ben loves it when I do that. So. Yeah. You know, fourth in Houston for sure translates to, uh, you know, it's got to translate to something in San Antonio. Uh, the Byron Nelson, also in Texas, they tell me. He's played here three times at the Byron, 12th last year, 21st the year before that, 35th the year before that. You know, some of that may be because if you look at Fantasy National, he loves windy conditions. And while, you know, the, the sustained winds projected for the week aren't going to be, you know, they're going to be like the 10 to 50 mile an hour range, typical Texas, but the gusts are going to be up there, 20s maybe even 30s at some point. And I think he's, you know, he excels on difficult courses, Bermuda putting surfaces, great short game. So I, I just think Alex Noren may be a nice, sneaky tournament play that gives you some real upside. And I don't think a lot of people are going to play him at all, given you know 2% his last two events and then whatever he was at the match play, which I'm sure was not much at all. I don't mind it. I mean, I think you're right, too. I think the ownership's going to be low, right there with Griffin below, of him, below him, J.J. Spawn. Up above him, I think you're. I think you're right. He could. He could have some fishing, JJ. Yeah, <laughs> catfishing everybody with your name. Damn, JJ. Um, Did you mention Noren's putting on Bermuda is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his putting everywhere is pretty good, but Bermuda is yeah. it's, it's not bad at all. The guy for me that I am avoiding here, it's a for sure fade, is Davis Thompson. I hate to do it to the, to the dog, and Davis is a friend of the show. Um, future bump and run challenge coming up between you and him, potentially. Yeah, set that up. do what he can do. He's at 8,100. Um, but, I mean, WGC, he lost strokes everywhere except for off the tee, which is his MO right now. He's gaining strokes off the tee. A lot of it has to, has to do with his distance. He's a bomber. He has no record here, obviously. His, and his irons are absolutely a dumpster fire. Like, they are really, really, really bad. Like, 
more than five strokes lost on approach last like a couple of his last few events. Like it's really, really bad. So 8,100 R Davis Thompson until that gets straightened out. I want nothing to do with that at 8,100 somehow. I mean, maybe it's because he was, he was kind of like, I mean, I don't know if he was talking shit to me, but you know, like I'm top 100 in the world, you know, kind of, kind of just snapping back at me. And I'm like, you know, I'm just trying to do an interview with him talking about his bump and run skills. I don't know. Just because you're top 100 in the world doesn't mean you have top 100 in the world bump and run skills, okay? He was yeah. a little bit of, and I, I get it, he's a bulldog, but he was a little bit cocky with that, and so maybe that's just what's happening to him right now. He just He's having some growing pains, you know? Certain questions, though, Patrick, do, do seem to elicit certain smart assery responses. You know, when you said, do yeah. you think you're top 100 in the world in the bump and run? One would likely deduce that if he were top 100 player in the world in the golf, <laughs> yeah. he would probably be top 100. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he could have been, he could have been a little more gracious about it. It could have been. Mike, thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, Omaha Mike Golf Better. These guys deserve a boost sponsorship. Thank you. We've been trying to get that. We've been trying to get that done for years. For years. By the way, what are you drinking, Pat? I'm drinking a little, uh, I got a little ranch water again, tequila, some Anejo, and uh, uh, Tapa Chico. Man, I am boring tonight. Just a light beer. Just a little light beer. Is that rosé? What is that? It looks very pink. No, it's not pink. Pat, can I tell you an idea that I had about if one day, one day if you were ever full-time? What's that? And maybe, maybe just by saying this, maybe by saying this, putting this out there, some big-time TJ fan with a lot of money who wants to invest in TJ will reach out and say, DB, sold on that idea, okay? Here's money. Let's make it happen. Pat, first of all, we'd have to have enough money for you to be full-time so you could pay yourself, okay? Second of all, we'd have to have enough money to make this happen. If you were full-time, I've thought to myself a lot, what the hell would Pat do if he were full-time? What would you do? You know, I've, I've had that thought. But I think I figured it out. We would buy an old van and we would, we would paint it. Maybe we'd have to hand paint it, depending on how much money the investor gave us. We'd have to hand, hand paint it. And we would trick that van out and you would travel across the country facing different golfers, caddies, listeners, local club uh club legends oh i'd love it nothing but bump and run challenges maybe we get into the clinic game and you go to clubs around the nation kids Mm -hmm. can sign up the youth of america to learn how to do the age-old skill the lost art of the bump and run taught by sir pat patrick h perry himself uh augusta georgia and you would go around teaching young children Mm -hmm. molding young minds and then whooping ass of anyone who thinks they could take you down to the bump and run We'd have to have enough money to pay a couple of guys to follow you around on with with cameras and yeah. do all that. And you would just tour the you would just tour the country doing that. I think it would be incredible content. I think I mean for a year, maybe. I mean or at times we wouldn't. No, be no, doing no, no, no. It would it would be it would be in seasons. We would do seasons. So you would yeah. You know, like maybe season one, we do like the southeast because we need to stay close. And then like when I go in there to that community. You know, I could do the I could do the lessons and do whatever, and then I could show people how to really do these things. And then we could do stuff too, where like I get to like 
go into the clubhouses and we get to, I get to have the drink of choice in there. Yeah, yeah. We could do that too and like see like what's up in the clubhouse. Yeah. Like maybe they got a good hot dog or something. Yeah, do some food and uh and yeah. beverage food and bevy reviews or or you know something like that. I think that could t- I think that would totally I think that would totally crush it. So if anybody wants to invest, throw that our way. Um Okay. 7 K range. Let's get to the 7K range. Before we do, I'm really excited to show this video because we got friends at, well, I'm just going to, it's a quick video. Here we go. Our friends at Front Nine Coffee, good jitters for the early birdies. New brand, new look, new vibes, new direction. We are pumped about it. They have been friends of the show for quite some time now, and uh, we really appreciate their support over the years. Front9coffee.com. That's front, the number nine, coffee.com. Promo code TJ10 gets you some coffee. The new version of the coffee is shipping out starting next week. So, you know, order some coffee, then they'll freshly roast it for you. So it's not already roasted and getting all stale and stuff. They're going to roast it when you order. Good things take time. Then they're going to ship it to your front door, and you're going to pick it up, and you're going to love it. And you're going to be like, dang, this is good coffee. I'm supporting the Tour Junkies, and I'm supporting a local company in Augusta, Georgia that loves coffee, loves golf, and wants to take care of you guys. So promo code TJ10 gets you 10% off your entire order at Front 9 Coffee. Their new brand, their new look looks amazing. I know they're proud of it. More to come on that. And thank you to Front 9 Coffee for doing their thing. Not enough of you have ordered coffee. We need more. It's good coffee. Order my blend. Order Pat's blend. Get it. Okay? If you got a Keurig at home, that's fine. You just buy a $4 disposable Keurig or uh, a reusable Keurig cup. That's what I use. It's $4. You just use it every day. And plus, you get to pour more coffee in it to make stronger, better, more effective coffee. Because the Keurig K-Cups, it's like chip bags. They only feel like half of the thing with coffee. You get nothing. All right. 7K range. We ready? Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, let's start with chalk. No, let's start with cash. I, I, I'm on a guy, Pat, and you know what? I came on to him late. I came on to him late today, and had I, had I been paying a little more attention, I think I would have put him on the betting cart. But are you – was – was Brennan Todd doing anything for you? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. It doesn't happen very often. For Wait, me. you already put out your betting card? I already put out my betting card. Glad to know. I you. would have had Brendan Todd on there. So I'm putting him on mine. So go ahead. You know, there we go. Well, double endorsement because I like, I like the boxes Brendan Todd's checking. I would play him in cash. I think I would also play. I mean, well, you guys aren't going to be shocked by this, but. I mean, and I like him in tournaments too, and he may go a little low owned. I don't think he's going to be one of the, I don't think there's going to be a lot of chalk in here anyway. I had a hard time trying to figure out who the chalk was going to be, which probably means there won't be a lot, but I think he's a tournament option too. But Byung Hun Ann, I'm still playing. Oh, like, yeah. People make funny. I mean, I think people make fun of me for Byung Hun Ann too, but I mean, the dude's like making cuts. The irons are awesome. The stroke, the short game has always been good. The irons have always been good. But, dude, he's gained strokes putting in four of his last four events. Byung-Hun An never did that. Let me see if I can scroll back to when he had his PJ Tour card back in the day. 
and see if I can find four straight events where he gained strokes putting. There's three. There's a couple of times where he had three in a row. And no, he has never in his entire PJ Tour career, 177 log starts between PJ and Corn Ferry Tour. I don't see any other four-week stretch where he gained strokes putting, and now he is. And I'm just telling you, when he gains strokes putting and he, can, and he has an a average to peak iron week, people are in trouble with Byung-Hun An. He's not been able to put four together, but he, he can. So I'm buying Byung-Hun An in cash, in tournaments. I'm doing it. Yeah, I love Ben On this week. I'm with you there, too. So um, I don't need to go any further on that one. Um, you know, I... Why does Robbie Shelton just keep... God dang! Oh, God. Robbie Shelton's become like... I don't know what he is. God, I love him. Just, he is such a great ball striker. I mean, you look at this field, he's top 15 in approach, top 30 in ball striking, top 30 around the green. Par 5 scoring, by the way, we haven't talked about. I do think that's something you need to look at this week. Robbie Shelton checks all those boxes, 7,500, right in the middle of the 7K range. And he's just kind of, like, he doesn't do anything spectacular. As far as his finishes, I mean, he's missed his last two cuts at the Valspar and the players. Both very difficult courses. This is, you know, decently difficult course, but not like those two. Yeah. But then you look at the Honda at T21, T39 at the Arnold Palmer. I just feel like he's so close. I feel like yeah. he's close, man. I do. I'm with you. It looks yeah. like we got to easy, too. He's, he's team never. He says, I'm, he says, you got me thinking of leaving team never Benny on. Easy. Okay. Emmett, right. come on out here, buddy. Come on, get in these Benny on waters, okay? Let oh. me ask you this. Let me ask you about a player. Okay. Because this is one that I, I keep kind of coming back to, and I don't, I don't know if I want to play him. I don't. You know, we can't have all the answers, BB, tonight on Monday nights. All right? right. We right. don't. Right, 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 okay? Right. Sometimes we don't have the answers. I'm sorry. But what are we doing with Sam Ryder? It's 7,800. You know, we saw him almost win early in the year. You know, misses the cut at the Honor Palmer. T44 at the players, but then top 20 at the Valspar. Is Sam Ryder like, what, what do you think? Because he's not going to check a ton of boxes for you. He'll check a few. Yeah. I, 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 I don't hate it. But I'm probably he's probably not going to make the cut. There's honestly a, there's there's a there's a handful of guys in here that I really like in the seven K range. So I just don't think I could do it. If you're talking to me on Wednesday night, you're like, man, I really like Sam Ryder. He's popping in my models and da 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 da. Should I play him? I'd be like, okay, well, I don't hate him enough to tell you no. But he very likely is not going to be in my player pool just because. See, I don't think he's going to pop any, any. If he's in your model, I don't know what 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 you're running. Maybe Other a than long putting. term, very heavy long term iron play model, I don't know. Yeah, putting. the last four weeks have been you know sketchy, but you know long term his baseline he's a good iron player. But yeah, yeah, I get that. But see, then here's what's going to happen on the other end of that. You're going to try to you're going to try to go to a guy that's going to pop in your every single model out there. Alex Smalley at 7,600. And Alex Smalley's going to end up disappointing you. See, I don't have Smalley written down. And I kind of looked at him this morning, but I, I, I don't have him written down. 
I think he's going to pop, though, for folks. You look at approach, you look at ball striking. Yeah. He's going to pop. Who do you think – so, like, chalk, I think – Todd or not Todd? I don't. I don't think people get jazzed up enough about Todd. He, he they don't. He's every box boring. Yeah, which he is. I get it. Um, people seem to like Aaron Rye, and I think Aaron Rye's definitely popping a little bit. So I think it could be Aaron Rye, maybe Akshay because people love Akshay a lot, um, and maybe down low EVR. But ultimately, like looking at this seven K range, I just feel like it's it's kind of spread out in terms of. The guys in here, I don't think there's any like super mispriced, you know, wildly value guys. Um, I think there's just a bunch of dudes in here, and people are going to have their dudes. Like, I love Ben Martin at 7,100 a lot. Yeah. I will play Ben Martin. I will play David Lingmurth a heck of a lot at 7,100. I will play Kramer Hickok again at 7,100 despite missing the cut three times here. I think Hickok is, is he's Peacock, and Hickok is Peacock. Right now, he's, are you going to play Tyler Duncan? No, because I, I cannot. Why are you so? Tyler why Duncan. are you so against Tyler Duncan? Because he's a he's a schmuck. Seventy two hundred T three at Corrales, third place at the Honda Classic. Yeah, look at myself in the mirror. If I had to say, oh yeah, you woke up and your Tyler Duncan is starred on your PGA Tour app. I'm just the only time you. he's ever starred is when I accidentally click it because that app jumps around like it's got Tourette's. Every time I'm scrolling, it really does. I always, I can't tell you how many windows get opened because I, I, I like this lower, like outside of Todd, like Todd Shelton. I like B Woo a little bit, Brandon Woo, and and Byung Hun Ann. Like I really like some value in this lower sevens. We're about to do the six K draft, and I don't love the six K, but I like, I like this low sevens. Like I said, the the, the Hickocks, the Lingmurs, the Martins. I just mentioned. I like those boys a lot. Yeah, there's there's some good ones in this range. I, I'm with you there, but um, Nick Hardy. Yeah, I mean, I I think, I think this, I think Hardy. You know, a lot of people in the Nut Hut today talking about Hardy maybe finding something at Corrales, and he may have. I could see Hardy playing playing okay. I I don't love him here from a from a win, you know, or top. I, I don't. This is not the place I would pick for him to finish like top ten. But is he going to make a cut? Probably. But I'm not super excited about him. Do you know who I saw last week? Who? Blanto Griffin. Do you know he came to played Savannah? Well. He came to Savannah and played in in the Savannah Golf Championship and the Corn Ferry Tour for no reason whatsoever. Dude, if you think I already I, me the biggest Blanto Griffin fan on the show didn't already know that he had a top what top ten finish at the Corn Ferry I, Tour last, yeah, last just week. was I was talking about it with somebody and I was like, what's he doing here? Like he doesn't even need to play here. But he's he rehabbing. He's rehabbing. He's coming back from an injury. He's still trying to get it all dialed in. He's yeah, well, waste he played the PJ Tour with his medical exemption stuff, so he's playing Corn Ferry Tour. And he played well, no, because he's he's also played. Um, well, I know he's played on the PJ Tour, but he's got limited starts, so he's picking and choosing. And then on weeks where he feels good, he's like, "Well, let me go dial it in." Yeah, Tour. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I thought I had seen him more recently on the PGA Tour, but um. I was just surprised in an off-field event like Corrales, where you have a weaker field that he chose Savannah and the Corn Ferry as opposed to going, you know, going up to the tour on an off-field event. That was surprising to me. Yeah, um, when he would have easily gotten in. But either way, he played well. Had a ton of birdies. 
So who knows? He's not going to have any ownership whatsoever because nobody's seen him recently unless they're paying attention to the corn fairy last week, which they probably weren't. Yeah. So, yeah. um, all right, well, let's get to the 6K draft. Uh, before we do that, we have an exciting announcement, another exciting announcement, and here it is. We have partnered with Underdog Fantasy, and I am pumped about it, y'all. I am yes. very pumped about it. Listen, if you are into the Pick'em games, if you're into best ball, okay, if you played best ball NFL, which a lot of you probably did on Underdog, then uh, we're excited. Okay, if you love going to a pick'em game where the odds that they give you and the payouts they give you don't change in really weird ways or la- at the last minute or the value sucks, if you don't like that, Underdog's a great spot for you. Because I frankly have been sick of that at other places. Okay, but Underdog not doing it, and we get to take advantage of the best ball abilities of underdog and i'm excited about it they've got their new albatross tournament that is popping off and underdog is also investing in golf and that was something that was important to us and even so they've already demonstrated it today today is day one of the tour junkies underdog relationship and today they've already met one of our our big asks and that was hey can you get pick'em lines up on monday and not tuesday and guess what they did They've already done that. It's already there. I'll show them to you in a second. But before we do that, I want to show you this. We got to get in this for the majors. It starts with the Masters, the Albatross. It is a best ball for the majors. You're going to draft players, and it's just like best ball in, in the football. You, once the draft is over, that's it. You sit back and let the cards fall where they may. You don't have to start a lineup. You don't have to pick a roster. You don't have to do all that stuff. You just let it fall where it goes, baby. They've got the $10 Albatross, the $250 Longest Drive, and the warm-up $3, all best ball tournaments. Um, they've got 500000 in guaranteed prizes for the Albatross. You can pick between a 30-second clock or a four-hour clock if you want to do a long draft. 150 max entries. Like I said, it starts with the Masters. First place gets hundred grand, and uh, it's going to be the Masters, uh, obviously. Then if you advance, you're going to get to the PGA Championship. Then keep advancing the U.S. Open. And then the Championship is at the Open. You've got your scoring details here. This best ball thing is cool. We got we to gotta get people in this albatross and fill it. You can also create your own. We're going to start doing some of those things. That's going to be fun. I'm going to record those. I'm trying to get some guys together tomorrow to record one with me in the Nut Hut and uh, show you how that works. We can do some drafts on our own. But the pick them here. Look at the pick them. PGA pick them, baby. The picks are up on Monday. This did not happen on Underdog or anywhere else before this. I so love now. It. We can pick higher or lower. Okay, we could do this and we could do that. And now we can do, you know, you can see can, your multipliers and they don't, colors. they don't change. The multipliers don't change. Just, you don't get great odds for one minute and then crap odds the next. Look, I can do this and they don't change. Okay. I can ensure that way that, you know, if, even if I miss one, I'm still going to have some, I'm still going to, you know, get my money back. This is a fantastic site. We love Underdog. A lot of you guys have probably already heard of it. You might already be involved in it. Um, but listen, they're, they're available a lot of places. Here's the map. You are eligible to play the best ball drafts in all these states that are here in the yellow, and you can also play uh, pick them in, in most of those states as well. So you see the gray there where you can't do pick them, and I know that sucks, but hopefully yeah, that's, that'll. Some of that. 
Anyway, really excited about it. There is a link in the description of the video and the podcast. If you've not signed up, you're welcome to sign up with that link and get a $100 deposit match uh, up to, or 100% deposit match up to $100 and uh, use promo code junkies. But if you just click the link, it's already in there. So we are pumped about underdog. There's going to be a lot of underdog content coming from us in the nut hut. And uh, we ask that you guys support them because they're supporting us and they're supporting the, the golf PGA, you know, pick them and best ball folks to begin with really excited. They're getting the lines out early. So, yeah, absolutely love underdog. Appreciate them. It is a fantastic product. So, uh, excited to get started and right before the masters too, we got a lot of good contests. So, yep. Yep. Emmett, Emmett says we're going to discuss best ball strategy, draft strategy in the nut hut. Absolutely love that. Um, Emmett's a big, uh, underdog guy has been for a while. So love it. All right, let's get to the 6K draft and button this bad boy up, Pat. Okay. Um, all right, you start. Go. Oh, gosh. Why are you, you making start? me start? I'll start. All right, I'll start. Ready? Uh, I am taking Mark Hubbard. I'm going to take Hubs. I know he's healthy. Okay. I feel like he should have done a little. I feel like Corrales, he should have done a little bit better. I was, I was happy to see the 35th at the players, but I was expecting a little more at Corrales, but I think that's more of a bomb and gouge spot. This is a little bit less of a bomb and gouge spot. The proximity numbers on Hubbard are quite nice uh, in the key red wedge ranges, so I'll take Hubs at 69. All right. I'll go at 69 also. I'll go Lucas Glover, mainly off of history Ooh. here. He's top 23 straight years. T14 in 2019, fourth in 21. Okay. Uh, you got to remember we had the COVID year in between there and T18 last year. I'm just going to go off his form or history there. Lucas Glover, 6,900. Um, why do I have a thing for, I, I just have a thing. I, I have, I have a thing for Andrew Novak for some reason. I don't, I think I, I think his irons kind of get me going a little bit. Do you do you know that, or do you have any? Feelings? I don't know. I don't have any feelings. Why me. is it that I do this to myself? But I, it's just long term irons are fantastic. He's putting a little bit better lately. Twenty seventh at the Valspar, 29th at the Honda, twelfth at the Sony. So I'll go Andrew Novak. Okay. Um, how about this, TB? This is sneaky. If I told you this guy in his last three starts had finished twenty ninth, t fifteen and T16. Would you think he'd be a decent play down here? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. And he's won this golf tournament before. Oh, God. Kevin Chappell. Kevin Chappell. Kevin Chappell. Chappy. With a T16 last week. Finished, by the way, top That's 20. Not bad. Not bad. Did he finish top 20 last year, too, here? Yeah. T18 last year. This is a Kevin Chappell coming back from an injury. T18 last year, and he's won this golf tournament before. And he's played well recently. That. I don't hate that. Well, yeah, uh, you know, since we're doing the Ricky Fowler heart pick thing, I got to go with another heart pick. At 69, Hunch, our boy, Smoth Daddy, Austin Smotherman. It did make the cut here last year. Didn't do so great um, with it. But, you know, coming off of a 35th place finish at the Players, a 36th at the Valspar where he fought hard. Uh, he's a Texas, you know, played golf at SMU, Texas boy, right? As we like to say, I think, I actually think he's from California, but you, you get it. He lives in Texas now. Um, got the nappy factor going with the new baby. Love that for Smoth Daddy. So I'm, I'm just going to believe those wedges are clicking and, uh, and we're going to roll with Smoth Daddy. 
Okay. I, th- I had a feeling you were going to go that that direction. Um, you know, I'll throw in a guy that I never can get right. He's always kind of hit or miss. He's won on the PGA Tour before. Um, definitely has Texas connections. Dylan Fratelli at mm. 6,800. Yeah, I looked at Fratelli. All so right. He's played well here, too. Very nice. Very nice. There you go. There you have it. The DraftKings show for the Valero Texas Open. Man, Masters is coming, and the Masters content is coming as well. It's going to be hot. It's going to be good. We're excited about it. But, you know, we got a chance to rack up a little bit more bankroll here for Valero. Thanks for watching. May your screens be green. See ya.